Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And you are home for K-State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah! Is it appropriate to sing, it's the most wonderful time of the year? Well, if you do that, I think you're going to have some calls. But go ahead. Try it out. Because I'm a terrible singer. (laughs) And some are going to consider that sacrilege. Use that song. That's fine. That's okay. Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We want to mix it up on the show anyway. So go ahead. Go ahead. It's the most... Wonderful time of the year where the kids trick or trick or treat. I, you know, Ooh. there's something there. There's some lyrics there. There was something there. I, I, I felt you. I think you're going to drop bars. But the thing is, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I don't exactly know the lyrics. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll workshop it. We'll, 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 come, we'll come back next year and have something ready to go for you. Right on. Welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner alongside David G and AJ Shaw running our board today. The phone number 537-1350. And it's, of course, Tuesday. That means it's press conference day. So we will hear from Chris Kleiman. Uh, we're going to wait till hour number two to hear from Chris Kleiman. Uh, K-State quarterback Will Howard, you'll hear from him in the next segment. Plus, we'll get some jabroni of the week. Meet the Wildcats with Uso Sayamalu, number one song. And Ask Us Anything is all coming up. you got two little girls. What's your plan for Halloween tonight? We're definitely going trick-or-treat. We were going to do a like a Monsters, Inc. theme. But we couldn't we couldn't get it pulled off. We had some people get sick, so we're gonna do. They got like a little ladybug and another. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, we're going trick or treating, getting that dad tax on, baby. I can't wait. Hook it up. Who was telling me the other day? Like you called it a dad tax. Uh huh. So you, what what is your what is your tax? Like <laughs> what's your cut? So of the loot. Uh, right now. I'm like Switzerland. I'm taking like 75% of your stuff, baby. They don't know nothing. So I'm going to take a lot of the loot. But I, I was telling Sarah, I was like, as we get older, I think my tax will just be, I want Reese's peanut butter cups. And I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to take those as much as possible because I don't want them to find out that they're like rad. So steal those and... I don't want to say, I want to say Kit Kats, you know, 
But it's like, those are so good. I don't want to take that from the kids, you know? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I know. You think, yeah. they're, gonna, you think they're gonna remember that? They're yeah. Not how, how old is your oldest? So my oldest is like two and a half. Oh well, I mean I mean she's like it's so funny. Memories like, don't even start till like three and a half. For sure, for sure. It's just that she does remember a lot. So mm. like she'll bring stuff up from like last week and we're like, whoa. It's it's so it's so odd to just watch a little person become a little person. It's wild, man. But I think for right now, I'm taking the lion's share, the dad share. But it's gonna it'll go down as they get older. Well, I was gonna suggest I, I love a good prank, and one of my favorite pranks of all time is oh, when Jimmy Kimmel did that. Dude, this was probably what five or six years ago. He did this video challenge of parents, like like leave some evidence out and just tell your kids you accidentally ate all their Halloween candy and just get their reaction. Oh man! And it was so good. But I don't know if she's old enough to truly pull that off yet. She go. Dad, dad, no. Yeah, she would, and then move on. Yeah. So I can't wait for that to like for everyone to kind of forget about that and bring it back up here in like seven, eight years and just bust them on it. She oh. looks at you, she's like, not surprised. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be a good video. That's great content, girl. AJ, what are you up to? Uh, you going out doing some parties and stuff? What's your costume? No, I have to train somebody tonight. So I'm going to be here. Oh, tonight? Yeah, we got a new guy coming in. What the heck are we doing? Yeah, what is tonight? What is tonight? We have a new guy coming in. I'm just going to be training him on news production. Oh, so new, oh, oh I forget he's also involved in news. The yeah. news doesn't stop. Of course. The news never stops on this side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a side of the glass, I guess. That's right. Well, why not we get let's get to uh let's Ugh. get to some K-State sports stuff. We'll, yeah. You know, we'll we'll get to Tomlin here in just a moment. Jerome Tang <laughs> did address that earlier today. That's more press conference stuff. As a matter of fact, it was right before climbing. But K-State football did just blank a conference opponent. They did, on Saturday, beat Houston 41-0. David Smale came up with this stat. Ever since Texas Tech scored that go-ahead touchdown in the second half, and then K-State went on to score like three straight or whatever, since that touchdown by Texas Tech, K-State has outscored its opponents 103-3. Damn. Complete dominance for just about 10 quarters or so. Yes. So, AJ, you know what that means. (laughs) It's time to get set for the cat attack. You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. For Kansas State, the feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be. With Kansas State, come on, set your spirit free. Kansas State, our ride is with the cats. Kansas State, come on, join the cat attack. Kansas State, excitement's in the air. Kansas State, the fun is being there. Having a good time there. From 1984, something like Ooh. that, it is the cat attack once again on the game, celebrating the win over Houston. And these cats are on the attack, for sure. It's actually, it should be, join the cat mauling. 
because they are. <laughs> Adam Rittenberg, he writes for ESPN. He put it best. Like, K-State's kind of like shoving it in people's faces, rubbing it in there, man. I, 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 was that on the homepage of uh-huh. ESPN.com? I think I saw that yesterday. That yeah, awesome. But it's true. Out here just baiting on people. Cats all of a sudden, you know, it took three games to get there, but they're now back on the everybody's map for being into the Big 12 championship game. I, but, you know, this this last third of the schedule is the toughest third of the schedule, mm-hmm. the way things are shaping up, because Iowa State is, I guess, good. <laughs> uh, KU did just beat Oklahoma. They're bowl eligible. They're 6-2 and two like the Cats. They're game back in the Big 12. Baylor, yeah, Cats take care of them on Fort Riley Day. But then, of course, the Texas Longhorns on Saturday. Uh, of course, today, tomorrow, Thursday, we'll talk more on K-State and, and the Texas game and, you know, of course, what that means. Um, but let's get to K-State basketball. You know, the the cat attack is appropriate for K-State ah. basketball Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, some of Sunday night, <laughs> or Saturday night, I should say Saturday, uh, because of the visit of Patrick Nagongba. Mm-hmm. The big dude from Virginia, five-star kid, one of the best recruits in the state, or not in the state, in the country for the class of 2024, David Castile, who also is a commit at point guard, was also in on the visit. He was was tagging along. That was great. But the signage that you saw all around town, the companies that put, you know, welcome to Manhattan, Big Pat on their company signs or had signs in their yards or the frats or sororities that had signs on campus. Coach Tang did address that. We'll get to that in hour number two. That is cat attack appropriate. Mm-hmm. However, unfortunately, past that, uh, cat attack has been indefinitely suspended for right now because uh, Naquan Tomlin arrested early Sunday morning uh, for the charge of disorderly contact and brawling or fighting. That was early Sunday morning at Tubby's in Aggieville. Just to address that part of it, like those that are saying, well, he's a student athlete, he shouldn't be out in Aggieville, just stay away from all that. It was the the weekend before Halloween. Everybody wants to go out and have fun. The, the members of the football team were out having a good time and they got a big game against Texas coming up. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to get after a student athlete wanting to go out and have a good time. Um, when everybody weekend. else is, it's homecoming weekend. Right. You know, and we, you know, very few people right now know the whole story about what happened when it comes to eyewitnesses or those on the staff or team that know about it. We don't know about it. We're not going to speculate. We just have to look at what Coach Tang has said earlier today. So let's get to some of the clips of Drum Tang press conference earlier today talking about the Naquan Tomlin indefinite suspension as he's right now dealing with a Class C misdemeanor. He bailed out on 750 bucks. Coach Tang first discussed the conversation he had with Naquan Tomlin. I just told him that what the decision was, <coughs> and I'm going to let him make it through, you know, handle that part of the process that's outside of our program, and uh, we're going to make sure that he's going to class and, you know, just getting the help that he needs, all the different things, and then we'll, you know, start... I'll start having those types of conversations with him. He knows we love him, and we knows we're there for him, and and you know he's he's extremely apologetic. I don't know who's I can't remember who said it on Twitter. I believe it was actually Travis Tannehill, a former K State tight end, that was like, you know, indefinite doesn't mean forever. No, like the plan would be to bring him back at some point. You know, Coach kind of freaked me out a little bit at the end, right? And I didn't pull the clip, but he was 
asked about, you know, if when Tomlin comes back and to be a leader, he's like, I don't know if Tomlin's coming back. So mm-hmm. right now we just got to focus on the guys we have right now and who could be the leaders there. As Coach Tang said earlier today, that when it comes to who's going to be the leader of this team, who's going to take over that spot, applications are still pending and they're currently accepting applications. Um, but was asked the question, you know, is there a timeline? Is there a certain time we can expect Tomlin to be back? Coach Tang right now is not sure about that. Quan's going to have to show that he's learned something from this. There's still a process that's going on that we have no control over that has to take place. And then we find out what happens there. And then we're going to deal with what we have to deal with here. And so I'm not putting a timetable on it. Yes, comeback isn't the main focus right now on Naquan Tomlin. The focus is helping him. Right now, I'm really not even focused on that as much as I'm focused on that young fella getting better every day and moving in the right direction and recognizing what his pitfalls are, what his downfalls are, and learning to develop a plan to avoid those situations. Yeah, because right now, Tomlin, you know, I can speak for myself. Back when I was 22 years old, I got myself a Class C misdemeanor. Uh, It was pretty scary. Uh, because I didn't know what was coming at me. I was really down on myself. It was depressing, even though it wasn't the most serious charge in the world. I, I felt like I was an idiot, you know, uh, was really worried about my future. Did I screw up my entire future? Is the radio station going to fire me and all this stuff? You know, a lot is happening right now with this kid outside of basketball. Uh, does he have a lot looking forward for him when it comes to his basketball career? Absolutely. This is a bump in the road right now for Naquan Tomlin. Um, you know, how does this affect the team? We'll certainly get after that a little bit later on in the show. But I like the approach by Jerome Tang because this is the first time this coaching staff as a whole, like, you know, maybe back in the day these guys have dealt with other situations and these things happen, right? But it's the first time this got this group of coaches, Jerome Tang is a head coach, is addressing this situation. And Right now, they're kind of, I don't know if they're sending a, a, a message or laying out a plan moving forward on how to address this. Maybe they're kind of working on the fly. It's, you know, it's hard to tell right now. That, those kind of details weren't exactly given. But what Coach Tang did say is he felt like, he, he feels like he was meant. You know, he's the right guy to handle these kind of situations. I'm thankful that God made me in a way that I'm not afraid of confrontation and I'm not afraid of holding people accountable because it's a, a to me, it's a service of love. And uh, I, I hope that all the people that I come in contact with, whether they're players, staff members, coaches, administration, it doesn't matter who it is, that they, can, they respect me because I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm going to hold you accountable. I've always had the... Uh... You know, I, I've, I've had the feel about Drum Tang, the sense that this is a guy that, you know, is not going to put up with too much of your crap. You know what I mean? And I don't think Naquan has ever been in any kind of trouble before. Um, but at the same time, this is, a you know, this is who you kind of expect to be a leader of your program. A guy that you expect to start day in and day out, put 30 minutes a game in for you, and be a true leader. And now one of your top guys is in some trouble, and he's not with the team right now. Um Coach Tang does seem like the guy. I, I can't speak for the coaching staff, but just what I, you know, the vibe I get from Jerome Tang is that he's the guy that's going to maybe whip Naquan into shape a little bit. You know, 
And does he send a message? Does he make a, you know, setting an example for everybody else on how to, you know, how this will be handled in the future? Quite possibly. But um, I don't know where else I want to go with this. I just, I just think that he is going to handle this well. Like, I don't have any worries that, you know, Naquan is going to come back with an attitude or felt like he was wronged with this suspension. I mean, we heard earlier that Tomlin was very apologetic and he felt ashamed of himself. And, you know, Coach Tang listened to that. But at the same time, actions come consequences. So he's going to handle it well. You know, I'm not concerned with Jerome Tang and how he's going to handle it in the coaching staff. This is grown men with an agenda um, and with they have certain standards and expectations. If you want to play basketball for them at Kansas State University, you're going to do this. I'm more concerned with Naquan Tomlin, the young man. How does he How does he feel about this? How does he react? You know, getting in a fight down in Aggieville is a mistake. A huge, and getting arrested, that's a big, 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 big mistake. It is not the end of the world. It's not the end of anything if you react correctly to this and take the love that the coaching staff is showing him right now. You know, my, my girls, I, you know, I, when you raise kids, you love them and love them and love them and love them and they do something wrong and you have to correct them. If you love that kid, you correct bad behavior. When you get arrested down in Aggieville, there has to be punishment. You, If you love that kid, if you love Naquan Tomlin, he has to be punished. And I hope, and I really sincerely hope that Naquan Tomlin understands that they do love him and the K-State community loves him. And it's not in Naquan Tomlin's best interest ever to go down to Aggieville and get in a fight in a bar and get arrested. That's not the plan at all. And he needs to understand, and I think he does, from what Coach Tang says, I have to take what he says at face value. Take it, and it seems cliche, but you have to learn from it. You just you have to learn from this. This is not part of the plan. It might be somebody else's deal. It might be some so there's people that go down there and get arrested every weekend. That's their life. Naquan Tomlin's life, this does not in, his, his his path does not include getting arrested for brawling. I hope he sits out and I hope it hurts not being with the team. I, I hope every day it hurts and really hurts. There's this idea in this this term, the gift of desperation. I hope that he feels desperate to get back to the team and show that he's part of the team and he's help he's a helping member of the team. I hope this really hurts, Naquan. I hope it does for your sake, not because anybody wants to come down on you and prove a point, but it's a more it's more like if you do these things, you can't play basketball. You're just not going to do it. Learn from it. You're a young man. It, it's okay, you know. Mistakes can be corrected, but take the correction. I hope he does. He seems from everything that I've seen about him and every time I see him, it's funny I saw him Saturday night. <laughs> I, I saw him in the mall, and he was a really – he seems like a sweet kid. He seems like a nice guy. I hope that he learns from this, and I hope he understands it's not about punishment or, or anything negative. This is positive. You have you – mess, you messed up bad. Let's learn from it and move on and become better. You can co- – that's the best part 
is you can come back from this and be a better leader and a better player and a better person all around. Well, I, I can speak from, you know, just from being in press conferences with him and talking to him as a member of the media. He's a great guy, very, you know, open to talk about K-State basketball and his teammates and himself and seems like like the coolest guy in the world. Maybe he's at times the quietest guy he's quiet. you, you could think of. Uh, but um, I, I just hope that, you know, the public and the fans, like, you know, don't let this mistake that he made change the way you look at his character i mean he made a mistake he you know whatever he did however it all happened the situation you know don't let that you know you know now you think of him as a terrible person or anything like that it's it should not be looked upon that he way made a mistake yeah, he made a mistake you know made a big mistake and he got arrested but the biggest punishment you know, when it comes to teaching a lesson, the biggest punishment that he's going to get is sitting out for from sure. K-State basketball. For sure. That's why I love this. Is there a timeline? I feel like if you told Naquan, okay, Naquan, three games, you're out, buddy. I don't think it sends the message. I think the message needs to be sent. You're not part of this, dude. Because of your actions, because of what you chose to do, you're not here with us. And we love you, and we want you to be a part of this. But if that's the actions you're going to do, dude, we don't play that here. We don't play that here. And I do respect the heck out of that decision because that is a tough one. Naquan Tomlin's not the 12th guy on the bench. He's a leader of the team. And he'll see on the court, he'll see how much they miss him. And and I, like I said, I hope it does hurt. Because I want him to grow. I, for, through through struggle is growth. And I, I hope that he comes back as the best Naquan Tomlin that he can be. I know that sounds hokey, but I, I really hope that for him. Well, we know that uh, you know Tomlin not going to be with the team for Emporia State, USC. I would imagine not. Right now it's a timetable that doesn't have an end date on when Naquan Tomlin will come back. So how does it affect the team? How does it affect the lineup? We'll talk about that coming up at 510, plus more comments from Jerome Tang in his press conference earlier today. But when we come back, again, it's Tuesday. It's press conference day. We catch up with K-State quarterback Will Howard. How much has Avery been a part of the lineup and also just grinding through past Oklahoma State, winning some games against Texas Tech, TCU, and Houston? How much has that benefited? Will Howard. We'll talk with the K-State quarterback next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. AJ, what was uh, what was trick or treating, trick or treating like in uh, in Chicago? Uh, you know your standard trick or treating, pretty much. Uh, in the neighborhoods we went to, the rich ones. 
you had to take the words out of my mouth there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's smart. I, you know, we went to the rich ones, and uh, they usually uh, they they hooked us up pretty good. We got some like big time M and M's, big time Snickers, big time Hershey's, Oof. like the big Hershey's. Like we were chocolated out. Definitely. Never once in my life did I go trick-or-treating and get a full-size candy bar. Me either, man. That ain't how we do it down here. It's because uh, <laughs> growing up in Old Morganville, there was not a rich neighborhood. Yeah, they're like, excuse me? There was one neighborhood. That was the entire town. <laughs> they're like, can you rake some leaves for me, man? What are you talking about, candy? You didn't ever get any Italian beef? Like, here you go, kid. <laughs> you know, I wish, but never. <laughs> Saw by Abe Froman's house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is Abe Froman, is he a real guy? Is that a real dude? Sausage King of Chicago? I've never figured that out. My guess is no. Probably not. Zelensky, the auto parts king. Is he real? I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Apparently, yeah. Abe Froman's a real dude. Dude, hook you know, it up. You, you know what I'm referencing, right? Yeah, yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Hook it up. Is that the most famous movie that takes place in Chicago? There's a ton that takes place. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Probably in the Chicago suburbs, because they, they shot that in Winnetka, which is a suburb. Very nice suburb. And um, you're, you're, you're a suburb? No, I'm not from Winnetka. Where was Home Alone shot? Indiana, wasn't it? I believe so. Oh, I thought that in was Indiana. in Chicago. Eh, somewhere in Indiana. You like Ghostbusters? Love Ghostbusters. I love that. Oh. There's a one of my favorite quotes. I can't say it on the air, but no, it was Sean Winnetka. Whoa, you know your movie. That's where you should have gone trick or treating. It sounds like. Ah, yeah, for <laughs> real. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Will Howard. Um, oh my God, I did it again. Come on, man. You know what I did? I forgot to put the audio in there. So, AJ, uh, you got Brandon people in on the uh the show when you go back to shy town what's the thing you want to do the most get an italian beef first yeah off. first off that's the one that's the number one thing so you ever had italian beef out of a bucket they out come of those bucket. plastic buckets i've never had one out of a bucket before oh no. you haven't lived brother Jeez, I you man, an Italian beef out of a bucket. Yeah, it's a plastic bucket, and the, the beef comes in like a bag. Yeah, and you open it up, and you heat it up, and you throw it back in that bucket. I've never man. had that before, AJ, and I must—I've not lived, man. I'm you sorry. You are missing out if you haven't had uh, Italian beef in a bucket. I'll tell you what. I wonder has Mitch had Italian beef in a bucket? Dude, are you kidding? He was raised on it. Italian beef in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, that was my cake when I turned one. Ah! <laughs> It wasn't that funny. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. All right, Will Howard. Hey, how about my boy Will Howard over the last couple of games, Dude. Guys? A passing percentage of 75% over the last two games. Five touchdown passes. Jeez. He has thrown for over 300 yards, and, you know, K-State's done a phenomenal job of running the football. He has clearly been a pretty good part of that, in my opinion, of running the football because the guy is healthier. And, boy, you, 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 you guys were calling for his job. For sure. You guys were calling for his job, and he's yeah. like, listen, <laughs> I'm going to take your comments, and I'm going to tell you to stop it, because <laughs> you should trust me more. I'm a Big 12 champion, 
and I'm going to go out there and prove it that this team is going to turn around, and I'm going to lead them to a turnaround. Yeah. It was Avery Johnson against Texas Tech, but over the last couple of games, Ugh. it's been more and more Will Howard. And, you know, moving forward, you know, I still think, and talking to Wyatt about this yesterday, moving forward, it'll probably still be the same philosophy. <laughs> Hot hand, Will will start, but what is the defense giving us, depending on if Avery Johnson plays or not? moving forward. Now, it does kind of feel like nature, in a way, took its course in the Houston game with Avery, you know, second straight game, first possession, fumbles the football in a handoff, and unfortunately, this time against the Cougars, it was fumbled away to the away team, and they did not score, luckily, but it was an early turnover, and we did not see Avery for the rest of the game. What does Will do as soon as he comes back in for that fourth drive? Right back down the field for a touchdown. Um The best pace for the offense against Houston was, of course, when Will Howard was a quarterback. And I was very surprised how well it worked going back and forth um, between the two quarterbacks against TCU. I highly doubt we see that. Mm -hmm. Again, I highly doubt that's it. My prediction would be for Texas that it will be Will Howard as the guy. Maybe they work in Avery, but no doubt about it. At least 80%, 90% of the snaps will go to Will Howard. I, I truly feel it's going to be more of a – and it's what a lot of people have been wishing for is that get back to that one quarterback, settle in on one guy, he's the guy, let him be the, the one that uh, is moving the offense down the field, the one that's in sync with everybody. That's going to be Will Howard. Will, over the last two games – 25 completions on 33 attempts for over 300 yards and five touchdowns. The guy has come a long way since the three interceptions against Oklahoma State. Here's Will Howard earlier today. I've had an important question I've wanted to ask you all season. What size shoe do you wear? Because they look gigantic. <laughs> I wear a I'm, – I'm kind of between like a 13 and 14. Yeah, these are 14, so. <laughs> Is there any extra juice with not having beat Texas before? I mean, yeah, definitely. We know uh, this is a big one, and, um, you know, they're one of the most talented teams in the country. So it's a big challenge, you know, on a big stage, and, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. It's definitely one we've been looking forward to. You know, I've never beat them. I don't think Coach has ever beat them. So, yeah, it's a big one. Do you feel like last two weeks, particularly this week, Will was back. This is how I can play. Yeah, I would say so. When I look at it, I feel like the, the Oklahoma State game was really the only game that I kind of felt like just truly off. Um, I think we were kind of all off as a, as a unit. And once I kind of just got out there and, and just got back to doing what I do and, and not not pressing too much and just kind of being me, I feel like that feels really good. And I've I've gained my confidence back. And I, I, I never really lost it in the first place, I don't think, you know, just in the in the position that I am now and, and all the kind of stuff that I've been through. It's it's kind of hard to hard to shake me at, at this point, I feel like. And uh you know, I've I've learned a lot over the years, and and I feel feel really good about how I've been playing and how we've been playing. And at the end of the day, when you know your defense is shutting guys out, and when your offensive line is playing like how our offensive line is, it's hard hard not to play with confidence. So, all right, so that's Will Howard earlier today. Just wanted to play a little bit, a couple of questions from his press conference. Had to put the shoe size in there. <laughs> uh, it, awesome. Tim Fitzgerald is absolutely right. The, the guy has um, has humongous feet. Go ahead. Is 
I just want to know, like, in person, is he just ginormous? He's, he just looks like a big kid. So I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if it was on this show or on PowerCat Game Day, but when I stand, I stand, I always stand to their right mm-hmm. uh, because I'm, I'm trying to get the audio for the radio. And there's some guys that always, they feel like they're smaller when you stand next sure. to them compared to what, you know, what they look like on the field and in pads. Some guys seem a lot bigger mm-hmm. uh, when you stand next to them. Will Howard is like in the middle. Like he is, I think exactly what you right. would assume. He, he's a tall kid. He's what six four, six five. Yeah, that's what Colin Klein was in person. It, it's it's jarring how large that guy is. I man. saw Colin at a Colin Klein at a wedding um, a few years ago. I think it was actually right before the pandemic. And like I officially went up, like I, yeah, went up and met him and all that stuff because uh, mutual friends were talking to each other. It's like Mitch Fortner, Colin Klein, how you doing? Um, and he was way taller than I thought he would be. Beast, way taller. Man. Beast. Don't you also go to the same barber as well? <laughs> well, whoa. We we go to the same. Uh, I wouldn't say barber. We go to the same place that cuts hair. Okay. All right, All right man. So, there's a news guy back there. He see he's got the scoop. You know, he's well, like, I said it uh, on air. Yeah. Oh, okay. remember I opened the oh, okay. show. I was like, "Hey, Will and I, we go to the same place to get our hair." I cut. think it was the first show I ever board. I board, I did the board on. Hey, man, mine like a steel trap, dude. He remember. I would never remember that. Two more things on Will. Yeah. One of them is so this this bounce back for him. I got some pushback on this from a few folks, but I'm going to stay with it. I think Avery's success has made Will better. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. What was it a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week where I was saying that, uh, man, if I was Will, I'd be so ticked off right now that this true freshman has taken my time. And and now he's playing his best football. Coach Kleiman said it Saturday and he said it today that this past Saturday was probably Will's best all-around performance of just being a commander of the offense. And I got—I don't know if I would say that, but it was really good. Mm -hmm. It was really good. He outplayed Avery against TCU. There is a fire. You know, it's lit a fire inside him. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's been great to see. Also, the defense has taken a lot of pressure off of him. Oh boy! I mean, the last two games, the Lights offense out. really hasn't had a whole lot to worry about when it comes to pressure. Things will be different against Texas, I would assume. Powercat game day will start at seven a.m. on Saturday with kickoff at eleven a.m. from. Austin Tejas, when we come back, it's time to crown a new Jabroni of the Week after these words. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Olin, shut your mouth, you jabroni. You jabronis hit the jackpot. That Hollywood brand jabroni, Hulk Hogan. Ow. Is this jabroni's name? Jabroni of the Week. Well, here we go, boys and girls. It's time to crown a new Jabroni of the Week. If you don't know how this works, I will give you three dishonorable mentions, three that I felt that could get it this week, Mm -hmm. but I had to pick one. I had to go with one, so I'm going to – best for last, right? That's what I used to say in grade school. Jabroni of the Week. Well, the word I like to use, culminate uh, the entire thing here. <laughs> uh, my first dishonorable mention, I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. She didn't show up, guys. Yeah, what's that about? She was the most important part of this Chiefs team, yeah. and she just did not show up in Denver on Sunday. And guess what happened? The Chiefs had their worst performance on offense for the year. They got three field goals. whoop de doo Shout to Harrison Butker. It was three field goals, right? Mm-hmm. Three field goals and uh, no t- no touchdowns. They could yeah. not score, and their 18 game losing winning streak over Denver has come to an end. Uh, what did uh, Travis Kelsey have? Six catches, 58 yards. Pedestrian crap. Uh huh. He was averaging over a hundred yards when T Swift was in attendance. Apparently, it was too cold, too much snow. Ugh. Didn't want to give it a shot. She didn't show up. Neither did Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony. So, uh, what a real problem. Nicole Hardman muffs Nicole, a punt. Oh Terrible God. day in fantasy for me because Mahomes and Kelsey and Isaiah Pacheco stunk. Ooh, oh, stop. Hold on. You have three players from one team on your fantasy team. I do. That is amateur hour. Come on. <laughs> but he's been balling here lately. I have. I mean, you know. Uh, to- I, I, mean, I mean, like Travis Kelsey, man. What's your record? Uh, five and three. Yeah. Yeah. I started, I, I was five and two, but last week just bad week for me altogether. <sighs> All right, I'll let it slide. Yeah, yeah. That's Pacheco's not terrible. My new team. I'm much worse. Uh, Pacheco's having a great year, it really yeah. is. Uh, my next dishonorable mention, I you know I should have pulled the audio, but I I didn't because I didn't know if there was any cussing in, in it. Or, you know, you know. <laughs> former former NBA player Joe Smith. Oh. Um, this was a couple of days ago. He was a former first rounder in '95. He played in 12 different teams uh, and raked up a guess 61 million over his career. But after taxes, after agent stuff, after other things. Left him around $18 million, and I guess he's kind of having some money problems right now. Not monkey problems, money problems. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an office reference, AJ. <laughs> and um, so he found- You think I haven't watched The Office? Come on. <laughs> he found out that his, uh, his wife has made a career move, and she has started in OnlyFans. Uh, he lost it. Good. Apparently, she didn't tell him about it. Um, but also, she previously, you know, before they got married, she was an adult actress in those kind of movies. She's like, well, you knew what you were marrying into, and I'm not. I'm doing this alone. There isn't other partners you don't know about. This poor guy. I, but I got to give it to him. <laughs> it's the video. It's her filming his outburst about probably what he felt like is being betrayed Pretty good. in a way, and she posted it on OnlyFans. <laughs> I know, man. That's rough. Sorry, Joe. That's rough, dude. My last dishonorable mention will go to uh, Louisville basketball coach Kenny Payne. Holy cow, were the Cardinals bad last year. Mm. Terrible four-win team. <clears throat> they are one of the uh, lighter shades of blue bloods in college basketball. <laughs> Uh, you know, they won an Addy not too long ago, sure. and uh, it's not the same there in Louisville, Kentucky. No, it is not. You may have heard this, but last night, uh, Louisville lost their exhibition game 
to a D2 school by the name of Kentucky Wesleyan. Does every state have a Wesleyan university? I think they do. <laughs> yeah, I think they do. And they're all very small. Is there a Wesleyan in uh, in Illinois? Yes. <laughs> Illinois Wesleyan, baby. Let's go! And it's the in cha- Bloomington. The Chain College. <laughs> uh, okay, where were we at? Anyway. They lost to that D2 school, 71-68. Uh, and, you know, it's a meaningless game, but also that doesn't really fuel too much fire for this program and hype for it at all. Team that won four games last year. But according to Sports Illustrated, Kenny Payne was in his press conference yesterday and started saying, you know, I need more out of my veteran guys. I need more out of this guy, this guy. And then he really started to go into this guy named Emmanuel uh, Oak. A core for or something like that. I don't know. He went in went out on a guy that did not play last night. He didn't play at all. I gotta get more from Emmanuel. And he got after him <laughs> for the loss. Oh, he didn't no. play. He turned the ball over. He's over there. He's not grabbing rebounds. I'm looking at the stat sheet. Zero 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 zero. Come on, Emmanuel. He did nothing all night. <laughs> Yeah. Slapped my microphone. Coach. All right. So this last, and this is my jabroni of the week. It's not going to be the most exciting one, but I've been waiting for this day because it was coming ever since game one. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My jabroni of the week is Iowa offensive coordinator Brian Ferentz. He is the son of you know, longtime head coach Kirk Ferentz, who's been there at Iowa since 99. I mean, this is historic offensive struggles Bad. for Iowa. Not, you, you know How many good Iowa offenses have there been under Kirk Ferentz? Not too many, even though they've only had three offense coordinators during his time. But interim athletic director Beth Gates uh, says that he will not return next year. There were some weird amendments to his contract for it to be rolled over into another two-year deal to where he needed to average – 25 points per game in 2023. They're averaging 19 points a game. That's 118th in the nation. The Hawkeyes are dead last in yards per game at 232.4. The second worst is at 258.8 in Eastern Michigan. It is by far the worst offense in the nation. I've been waiting for this. Like I said, Brian Ferentz is my jabroni of the week. (laughs) Well-deserved and well-earned. We take our final break of the hour. When we come back, Meet the Wildcats. Uso Sayamalu is next. It's Meet the Wildcats with Uso Sayamalu, favorite athlete growing up. My favorite athlete was Troy Polamalu. Being Polynesian and being such a big star as he was, it was just an amazing person to look up to, and I felt like it was made me proud to be a Samoan. When you were a kid, little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to fly planes. I loved planes when I was little, and I just wanted to be a pilot, but I, I come to learn that it's kind of it's a little too hard for me right now. <laughs> you have a music guilty pleasure. I'm not going to be embarrassed about it, but I like listening to Adele. Adele, she's good. Uh, Alicia Keys. What's your biggest pet peeve? There's, there's a few. Probably say uh, somebody chewing with their mouth open. 
I, I hate that. Is there anything you're afraid of? Uh, the dark. When I was younger, I was afraid of the dark. And then uh, clowns. Favorite TV show of all time? Damn, that's a tough one. SpongeBob or Phineas and Ferb. If you could visit any foreign country, what would you pick? I always wanted to go to New Zealand. New Zealand, just the culture down there, the food. Speaking of food, I don't know how much you cook, but if you do, what's your best dish? Fried chicken. That's probably my specialty is fried chicken. Do you have any podcast recommendations? Those are extremely popular. Only lately I've been listening to podcasts, and it's been uh, the one with Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason. It's pretty good. I like this. So. You've, been, you've been following the Taylor Swift storyline? Yeah. 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 I was a big fan of Taylor, and I, I still am. It's cool. So. All right, last question is, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? If we asked this question a couple weeks ago, I would have said the Giants. But <laughs> as of right now, they're looking pretty bad. So I'll probably go maybe the Chiefs again. I can't. I can't tell. Either the Chiefs or the Eagles again. I don't know. All right, so best of luck and thanks. Appreciate you. All right, once again, that's uh, Meet the Wildcats with Uso Sayamalu, who Troy or, uh, Troy Palomalu is his, is this guy. He, well, nobody's told him yet. Nobody's told him. I actually told him. I oh. cut it out, but I told him. I was like, we don't actually count. We don't really like that guy too much. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here in hour number two, Chris Kleiman presser highlights how Naquan Tomlin's suspension is affecting K-State as a team. Your local news also coming up next, the game.